Dear Evan Hansen is a musical with book by Stephen Levinson, with music and lyrics by Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. Copyright is reserved by these names. The Dear Evan Hansen script is published by Theater Communications Group. Attention. The following episode has references of suicide. If this topic may be sensitive to you, please change the podcast now. Thank you, and enjoy. Before this episode begins, I would like to remind the audience that this is purely my interpretation of the show, Dear Evan Hansen, and it is completely possible you can come up to different conclusions or read different things between the lines. Again, this is a script analysis, conclusions built on evidence from the script obtained through thorough investigation. And as art is incredibly subjective, different people can read different things from the evidence. Spoiler warning. Hello and welcome to One Sock Radio. I am your host, Cody Novotny. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is time for a little chat. Sit back and relax. How about that? Make some breakfast. And a cup of joe, take some sips, and on we'll go, enjoy! Heidi has to be my favorite character in Dear Evan Hansen. Then again, I always have had a soft spot for misunderstood parent roles. The one where they do everything in their power for their child, but the child doesn't see it until they've experienced an extremely negative event of some kind. Yeah. That one. So, in this episode, I'm going to be looking at three scenes that stand out to me the most. Anybody have a map? Good for you. And so big, so small. And see how they build into each other. Heidi's character is about as complex as a life of a real mother. Having to juggle work, sometimes school. Raising a child, let alone raising one as a single parent. And choosing what attitudes and emotions they verbalize. And on top of that, she clearly has very strong negative feelings about her ex-husband off of her comment about the cocktail waitress. We could sit here and list off all the stressors she has, so let's move on. In scene one, a largely detailed picture is painted. Heidi is a single mother that works late shifts and has gotten Evan a therapist. We see that she's trying to help Evan and teach him optimism, give him ideas of ways to make friends or at least open the door. But like any parent trying to get through to a young adult in high school, it is immensely difficult. It also shows why she got Evan the therapist in the first place. She wants to help him. That is the most obvious truth. But since she is so incredibly busy and can't be around a lot, she feels it would be best to set him up with a professional who will have time to help him through stuff. I think it would be important to also bring up Act 1, Scene 2, and Scene 10. Both of these scenes, Heidi schedules over some of her plans with Evan. Not intentionally, of course, but they are great examples of how being pulled in so many different directions can lead to someone forgetting some important things. Scene 2 tells us something about her job. 1. She's a nurse. And 2. The place where 
she works at is making budget cuts. And for anyone who has ever had a job or know anyone who has, this means that some people are going to get laid off. She even uses it as an excuse to keep from losing the job. Which is sound, seeing how it's her one source of income, but for a kid like Evan who's in a mentality of dangerously narrow thinking, it's very important to know of this moment, as well as scene 10, which hits the hardest for both of them. Prior to this moment, as a refresher, Heidi decides that she and Evan are going to have a Taco Tuesday and discuss scholarship essays that she actually spent an entire lunch break researching. These Taco Tuesdays used to be a common occurrence, but at some point, they stopped happening. They both seem extremely excited to have another one, but in scene 10, Heidi schedules to work on that same day, completely forgetting about her promise to Evan. The fact of forgetting in general clearly hurts her, but seeing how crushed Evan is about it? It practically destroys her. And I believe that opens her eyes for the scenes to come. The next two scenes with Heidi in Act 2, she specifically mentions how she is missing her class or playing hooky from work to be a part of her son's life. Even if what she learns terrifies her and makes her angry or immensely disappointed, depending on how you're looking at it, I guess, it was a great decision on her part. It's an incredibly moving display of affection for her to intentionally skip class or work for Evan. But through this, what she learns about the Connor Project and this lie Evan has been telling, it distresses her. In Act 2, Scene 2, Heidi learns about the Connor Project and that Evan is keeping secrets from her. Naturally, the next step for a parent with a kid who is keeping secrets like this from them is to investigate, which she does in scene six, learning further that Evan has been staying at this family's house. Keep in mind, all of this is building up to scene seven, which includes the pivotal moment in the show. Good for you. This conversation she has with Evan after meeting with the Murphys, she learns just what little Evan thinks of her. He is so caught up on the fact that she is never around, despite her reaching out in any way she can, he doesn't see all she is struggling with, school and work, which on its own is a lot, as well as trying to keep up with Evan, which even that she struggles with, evidence being the therapist and the medication to help when she cannot. And when he accuses her of not doing more than what she can, oh boy. But the show makes a clear distinction that her perspective on the song Good For You is a soliloquy. She isn't telling this directly to Evan. Even if she is incredibly angry, she still recognizes when to hold back. One of the hardest things to do as a parent it shows her strength and love for Evan, despite her absolute fury at him. Think about it. If you spend every ounce of your life working and preparing for more work, trying everything in your power to help someone, and they turn around and slap you in the face for not trying hard enough, you would be pretty upset too. But also, think about how hard it would be not to rip them apart right there.
like I said. Good For You is a scene that really stands out, not just because of it being one of the few songs in the show, but because of how it shows what's going through not just Heidi's mind, but every character involved. Jared, Elena, Evan, and Heidi. Something that shines so brightly about this mother is how drastically different her next moment with Evan is. She sees the letter and recognizes that it was written by Evan and wasn't a suicide note. She, much like Evan, didn't fully see what the other person was going through. Knowing that he lied, having heard the things he said, despite all the bad things Evan did, she sat down and told him, Someday, all of this will feel like a very long time ago. Scene 9, Act 2. She loves him. So Big, So Small not just tells us about the day Evan's father left, but it also shows how deep that love is. That she is willing to stay by his side regardless of everything he's done. It's a heartwarming conclusion to that storyline. And during that song, while I was seeing the show for the first time with my mother, she simply squeezed my hand, telling me she felt that same way. This song is beautiful, and I share a very personal connection to it. Because every time I read through this scene and listen to this song, I'm reminded of how my mom squeezed my hand, how she always reminds me of that fact. Sorry about the spontaneous anecdote. Uh, I hope for any of you who have watched this show, you saw this too, with Heidi and felt that same connection with your parents. Or maybe I opened your eyes to everything that they are willing to go through for you. So, how does Heidi fit into this surprisingly controversial concept of a show? Heidi is the one character in this show whose full story is told from beginning to end. Within the situation presented, of course. We see her at the beginning with trying to juggle work and school, as I have said over and over again, later to learn that she needs to skip a day or two if she wants to spend time with Evan, where she learns about the secret keeping and just what Evan has been going through. She sets up the idea of hope. That there is light at the end of the dark tunnel. It will just take a bit to get there. Situations like these, tragic events, large-scale lies, and so on, they can make it seem like there is no hope. That life is cruel, a simple swirl of chaos, evil, and depression. But Heidi is the story that pushes the show to tell a different truth. One of hope, forgiveness, and love. She helps plant the seed of what the very final moment between Evan and Zoe tells. And that is a conversation for another episode. With this episode, I did use a different analysis technique than the previous ones. And you could see it simply as me just following the story the traditional way, but that isn't actually the case. Remember when I mentioned I wanted to talk about the three scenes that stuck out to me the most? 
What I did was, behind the scenes, looked at these moments and read the scenes between them to see how the prior moment led to the next. Like, why did Heidi suddenly start missing school and work for Evan if she was actively missing time with Evan for school and work? Because of after missing Taco Tuesday. She realized she needs to put Evan as a priority. And I would have never come to that conclusion if I didn't look at the moments like this. Instead of seeing her story as linear, I saw it more of like a line graph with three dots on it. And my job with the technique was to calculate the slope. For those of you who haven't taken high school math or forgot it, to find how one moment led to the next. Kind of in the same degree of David Ball's technique, but in a way that was helpful for analyzing a character who isn't extremely prominent. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time we're going to be talking about our second mother of the show. One who is very similar to Heidi, but also very different. Next episode, we talk about Cynthia Murphy. Before I leave, you are valid whether you like the show or not. Just remember, ask the wise, don't criticize. Have a good one. One Sock Radio is self-produced, with readings, script, and music by me, Cody Novotny.